0: Creativity for the society is playing. the process podcast. That's rad. It's the process podcast, episode 471. It's a kind of a humidish, rainy day, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to complain been pretty okay how was uh how was your day whack attack it was all right it was chill. nice pretty chill i
1: like that it. It wasn't warm
0: yeah it was nice today it was a nice break finally yeah um get up to anything interesting interesting at work or um same you old? know just
1: typical clients canceling stuff after we started you know
0: canceling is in canceling the whole project
1: yeah they um we had like started working on uh building something and then they like want to change a bunch of stuff ew so we had to that's not uh and we had built a whole like tower section and uh it's now scrap so
0: jesus (laughs) yeah that's what i've learned like or what i've noticed a similar thing with work is that whatever the whatever the first plan of attack is is that's never and they're like yeah we're going to carry this through to the end no, no one ever no. does. It no. always gets changed. Even if they're like, yeah, this is the one hundred and ten percent confirmed final, like the final final dash final slash final final dot PSD document, it always changes. And no, there's there's never any any workaround. Does like do you guys still get paid for it though, even if even though or at least for the work done to date, even though you're not continuing it anymore. Cause that would be a dick move if the client like <laughs> expects you to start it and then decides to change it. And then you guys like lose out. on <laughs> The that,
1: client, like, um, the client apparently asked, uh, cause they changed basically like the whole building. Oh, um, quite a bit. And they asked if, uh, even with all those changes, if we can keep it within the same cost
0: as in for free. No, (laughs) no, absolutely not. So that's fun. That's not how it works. Yeah. That's, that's one like an aspect of like big design company or something that I think at least both of us having some freelance experience, but then also working in companies where it's largely project-based and they're not huge companies, where like you you know most of the people there, um, by doing by working in that type of environment, I think you get more of a sense of how it operates, especially on like a project by project basis, and like mm-hmm. how the company actually makes money. And if we backtrack to a certain point last year in 2021. When I was approached to do a freelance thing and then asked for a deposit, and that ask for a deposit was met with like question marks, some exclamation points, like, "Why would I give you a? De- why would I give you money for something that hasn't been done?" Yeah, that exact thing has been well, paid for. Has works. been paid for work up to date, so it's not a bad, not a bad sentiment, but disappeared. You know, and if you and if I wasn't. If I'm a freelancer in a position where I don't have a full-time job and I'm relying on that for income, and I block out a specific, like a week or something, two weeks of time to do this stuff, and then the person, not speaking in reference to anyone in particular, but your prospective client disappears, and you've lost out on all that time, but also all that money, simply yep. by not collecting a deposit. And whether it's that's literally just yeah twenty five fifty whatever it is could vary depending on the scale of it if it's a fifty thousand dollar project maybe it's more comfortable to do 25 percent but that's very different but yeah I think I think I'm a I'm a deposit person personally unless I have a good relationship with the people that I'm working with then I'm okay to simply pay as yeah. you go kind of a thing but if yeah, otherwise why would you trust a stranger like exactly people and have questions that that's worked.
1: like that's literally how like freelance and just industry works
0: yeah have you ever bought a car like you put a deposit down on a car yeah yeah Have you ever bought a home you put a deposit down on the home you know it's most things you put it you use something with a credit card it's not exactly how it works but you're basically putting a figurative deposit down that you have the money to pay it back later and if you don't then you go into credit card debt and that's not ideal for anybody yeah um and yeah that that came to mind the other day where that conversation because it was like almost a year ago and the individual was like well i'm not comfortable giving you a deposit I'm Like, well i'm not comfortable doing work for you for free necessarily you know anyone can say that they pay all the time on time any day of the week but until the check clears that I'll remain skeptical nothing certain i was listening to a future podcast i think and he was talking about freelancing i forget who chris was talking to I was talking to someone about freelancing and the guy was like yeah there's no certainty in freelance the only certainty comes when the check clears mm-hmm. or the payment is deposited other than that there's no guarantee whatsoever i'm like yeah that's pretty true
1: yep And that's why you get a deposit otherwise yep. you're honestly an idiot
0: yep and in times where I haven't taken a deposit such as doing the Humber video it's because I know Catherine, I know Dennis, I know Bruce, I know Patrick. I know they're they're not going to screw me over and I know they're not going to let the school screw me over. Mm-hmm. But the school also takes 2 months to pay out. So I still I haven't even received payment for it yet technically That's crazy which is insane. But I'm not complaining because I'm getting yeah. paid. Um, but yeah, that's my little ramble about, um, what is it called? Deposits, that kind of important shit. Mm. I think it's, yeah, it'll be something for us to discuss in more granular detail on a project by project basis, but I think it's it's very important, at least to set a precedent that unless there's no deposit, there's no work, because then you're effectively doing work for hire, right? And Very much yeah. kind of against that work for hire type yeah. thing or work for yeah. exposure type of yeah, a type of a model the biggest bs yeah it is it's the big bs should have like a blog post or a statement or a something on um or even a video we can make a video about it on the big design company website on like a faq question section think that would be kind of cool do we work for exposure
1: yeah Fuck work for exposure <laughs> or, or spec no. work like that and it's yeah. just
0: a two second video and it's just nope <laughs> it's just a little, would be audio hilarious. Clip, little audio clip a little audio clip just says nope <laughs> nope that would be hilarious yeah that's actually that's a good idea i kind of like that yeah I like. i'm that gonna too. bank that in the in the mental box in the mental bank uh yeah that'll be dope but yeah, that uh, you you mentioned you may have something to talk about today. I don't know if it there's was, uh, a
1: little um, another little Adam Savage Q and A video I was watching last night.
0: Oh, what's what's this one called? Because I I need to occupy my evening today. I think the
1: video was called. It was like um. Uh, something to do with designing with ADHD.
0: Oh yeah yeah yeah.
1: I <laughs> I saw the video. I haven't watched it yet yeah i I didn't quite finish it but the first question i guess was a guy asking about like they've got some like some potential client and they're doing some entrepreneur work and they're like they're like you know there's potentially good money involved in this this project but they've got a lot of like personal shit going on Hmm. or like life stuff or other like stuff going on and they don't know if it's worth like you know like, if it's a good idea taking it when you're still dealing with that shit. Or hmm. um, can you balance it? Or, like, is it even worth it kind of thing? And oh, then I was strict. just giving some cool, like, how he, when, like, he takes on a project or was thinking about taking on a project. of like how he kind of puts in his head of, like, you know, you know ultimately, best case scenario is you could do both at the same time. So picture it both hmm. at the same time. How hard would that be? If it's easy, okay, then maybe you can take it. Yeah. If it's difficult, then what would make it easier? And if money's the problem, then in your head, how much would it make? How much would it take to make that easy to do both?
0: Hmm. <laughs> um,
1: and then like that's how where you much, go back.
0: How much money? Like what? Yeah. Sum yeah. you would have to make.
1: Yeah. Like, what would you charge then to feel comfortable with taking on both things, you know? And then that's when oh, you go back to the client and negotiate and say, well, you know, this much, hmm. i only doing it this much. And then he was talking about like, um, <laughs> you know, ultimately like, you know, whether you're working with someone on a project or, you know, even the client themselves, it's a collaborative thing. You want to, you want to work with them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he was saying when he's talking about working collaboratively and someone's like, oh, we should do it this way, or we should only do it this way, or we should do it this way. Or, you know, can we do this for the same amount of money? Can we do it for less money? Can we do this? Mm-hmm. Whatever. His like phrase he always asks himself in his head is like, and what he always says to the client or the person he's working with whatever. As a non, a non-aggressive kind of like, without saying, well, this is what I want to do,
0: right? Without feeling like you're imposing your views, and yeah, your, your direction on things. He you're would, making them feel like they're making the choice. Kind
1: yeah, of. and this is kind of this is the same thing he said when he's like taking on a project. If he's thinking about it in his head, he's like, if I could make, if I if I could wave a magic wand, that's what he always mm. asks himself. What mm. would So you'd be like, you know, if I could wave a magic wand, this is how I would do it. Or this is how it would be done. Right. And that's like the best case scenario. And now we can work back with, well, how close to that can we get?
0: Oh, interesting.
1: You know, or if like you're talking to a client and you know you say this much and they're like, no, that's way too much, or whatever. This much, you're like, that's no, that's not even close. Like, you know, if I could wave a magic wand this is how much this is what we would do, and this is how much it would be. That's like perfect world, oh, like mm. best case scenario, right? And Now you both know what that best case scenario is, yeah. You've and now you can work there. back from there, right? Of like, but it's just a way of like, you would always ask himself that, like, whenever you're starting a project or potentially taking on a project, mm. he always asks himself the question, he's like, if I could wave magic wand, how would like. I want it to be done in the like the best way possible. Yeah. You know, best case scenario, I would have this much time to do this project and I would do, I would do it this way and I would make it look like this and I would charge this. That's best case scenario. You know, that's Mm -hmm. if I could just have my way and then that's where you
0: work back from there and try to get as close to that as possible. Yeah, I see. And then how does that cuz I haven't watched the video yet and I will after. But how does he then deal with like the rebuttal from a client? Cuz he's not is he telling the client what this if I could wave a magic wand yeah. type thing Potentially, and how yeah. does how does he indicate how <clears throat> he handles the client's response?
1: Um, I'm trying to remember. If I think he he's just saying like he's like You know, you want to be honest. You want to stand up for yourself. Mm -hmm. You want want to go as far as you can without burning bridges, essentially. Right? Yeah, for sure. You don't want to blacklist yourself. You don't want to make a bad name for yourself. You don't want to burn any potential future connections and stuff like that. (laughs) But you want to stand up for yourself. And I think you would just say, like, you know, if you're thinking about taking on work and in your head you're thinking about what you have to do and how much time it's going to take and other stuff you've got going on and you feel uneasy about taking the job
0: because of the money, then obviously it's not enough. Right. Feeling uneasy because the sum is X and you're like, "Mm, I don't know if that's worth it compared to everything else you have going on.
1: Yeah, It's just not worth it, right? And he was just like a mental little exercise to be like well okay how much you ask yourself like how much is that number Mm -hmm. like what is that number to make you feel comfortable with it kind of thing Mm.
0: if it's say the the, say the person approaches you initially for two thousand (laughs) dollars and your comfort number is four thousand dollars unless they're able to hit that four thousand dollar Point, you you probably pass on the work you say it's it's not either it's not right for me at this time i don't have time for it i don't like i don't have the capacity for it or i think there's someone who may be better suited mm-hmm. to do said said thing i like that i like that a lot
1: i think it seems simple it's like obviously if someone says this and it's too low you say no mm-hmm. but it's just like the the mental exercise of, like, you know, thinking why you don't you feel a little hesitant to take the job. And if it's because of the money, then, like, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, say it out loud to yourself. Like, how much does it take for you to be like, okay, that makes sense.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know? So, I don't know. That was cool. I got to rewatch I that, it. I got to finish watching yeah. it. Because later on, then, he was talking... He was answering another question about um, <laughs> I think of some guy saying how he was like a, he was an older dude, he wanted to get into like, you know, making stuff, and he's like, "Is it too late to get into <laughs> it?" You know, and like how how do you deal with like managing projects when you have ADHD? Uh, which is kind of cool because he was like saying he's like, first of all, no one, you're not too old, no. <laughs> Yeah, no one's too old. And he was saying, you know, like, there's tons of stories about, like, you know, the prodigies that started when they were young, but -hmm. there's just as many people who are really famous and started really late in their life.
0: That's very true, isn't it? You know, and. There's an example that comes to mind. I can't remember it, but.
1: He mentioned some. I didn't recognize too many, but there's just a bunch of writers and. You know people that started late in their life with a thing and became like really successful, really famous from it. Mm-hmm. And then he was saying about you know, I didn't, I didn't finish what it, uh, the video to hear what he was saying about managing stuff in ADHD. Yeah, uh,
0: because that's ironic, isn't it?
1: Yeah, exactly. It's right. Terribly ironic. But I. think you, because he, he's, he's got, like, ADD as well. Something. Oh, for sure. Someone so he's, like, uh, you know, typical, like, starting a bunch of projects and then not finishing it and then starting more.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, the example I was thinking was Stan Lee. Mm-hmm. His first hit comic was came out when he was 39.
1: Hmm.
0: That was almost 40. Yeah. And he had his first successful hit. And then it was only after that, when he was in his 40s, that he created Spider-Man and the X-Men and became a American forward slash cultural icon. Mm. And if you were to think about that and to map ourselves on the trajectory of his life, our biggest success wouldn't happen for another 16 years.
1: Yeah. And that could be okay mean,
0: and that exactly and that's fantastic that's completely fine if that's the case um but it's just an example of like like you like you were saying you don't need to necessarily start as a young person or have success young in order to do anything mm-hmm. like you can start it like the guy was saying like you can start whenever. <laughs> mm-hmm. McDonald's guy too wasn't the McDonald's guy like old as fuck when he started McDonald's I think so something like that it was like 50 something mid 50s give or take but I thought oh I was listening to this in a fucking podcast the other day and I don't remember which one obviously but I think it was it was specifically in reference to the purpose of like having hobbies and stuff Mm. and being able to try new things and that yeah the one thing that you enjoy doing at 24 25 may be the thing you enjoy doing at 24 and 25 but that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be the thing you enjoy doing when you're 40 but the thing you enjoy when you're that you're doing when you're 40 you probably enjoy a hell of a lot more than that thing you did when you were 24 25 because now you've got that many more years of experience that many more years of trial and error with different things mm-hmm. if something's in your, in your life and it's sticking with you and you continue to enjoy doing it that's not your partner that's where it's at there's it something to that effect mm. but i like I think the idea being not settling into a hobby or, or a pastime or a specific career too early not that you can't but understanding that things change as you age and evolve and grow and get more experience in different areas and may come across something that you never thought you would enjoy and bing, bang, boom, Bob's your uncle, and you're happy doing whatever. Mm-hmm. You never know. Lots of possibility. Lots of possibilities so, so much possibility. I think that's a good point to wrap it up for today. 22 minutes, pretty solid, pretty clean. It's talking more rain's going to come today, which I'm kind of excited about. I am excited. I hope so. I want there to be more rain because it was nice. And uh, yeah, so if you enjoyed that, send us an email to hi at bigdesigncompany.com or visit our website, www.bigdesigncompany.com. We had a good, good BDC dev sesh working on it yesterday, so feeling nice and productive. And uh, if you want a podcast-specific email, you can also send us an email to hi.theprocesspodcast at gmail.com. And Zach Watson. Yes, sir. What is our Instagram?
1: Process underscore underscore podcast.
0: Fantastic. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. We will see you on Friday. Peace. The Process.
1: required.